This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Joe Theismann, longtime former NFL quarterback, legendary quarterback, friend of the program, and very graciously joining us right now. In fact, the last guest of the year, at least for me, because you know the show's on next week, but I'm not around. Mr. Theismann, good morning. Happy holidays. Thanks for being here. William, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored that I'm the last guest of the year, and I just want to tell everybody in California, by golly, you're darn lucky you're not anyplace else in the United States today. <laughs> Joe, I grew up in Iowa. Cold, I can tell you that. Dude, I, I, I grew up with cold weather. I am so soft now, and I, I'm not kidding. My, my thoughts with you and everybody, where it, it sounds like it is just freezing everywhere. I mean, it's, uh, I'm in Memphis this morning. It's seven degrees here. We haven't, I mean, we're, oh, we're going to go wow. to places that it's never gone. And, and you know, there, there are housing, you know, there are places here in, in Memphis where, uh, they've had water main breaks that they haven't been able to fix and, and get the inspections right. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think the big, most important thing for people to do is, is pray for one another through this period of time that we can get through these next two or three days with this cyclone uh, and everybody will come out safe. I think that's, that's, you know, that would be my Christmas wish. Amen. And, and having lived in, in Arkansas, and I guess and I live in L.A. now, not not everywhere is – not every house is retrofitted to to retain heat the way you would think if you're from cold. Like some places aren't aren't prepared for that kind of cold. They're just not. right. They're not. Well, Merry Christmas yeah. to everybody, and uh, yeah. you know, say a prayer yeah. for those that are really going to need it. Amen. Uh, Joe Theismann here here on the show. Joe, let's uh, let's start with some Monday Night Football, and I just I want to ask you about this. Quarterback is such an important but difficult position to play in the National Football League. Let's let's start with with, with Zach Wilson. If you're Zach Wilson. How, if it's possible, do, do you find your way forward and back to playing at some level that allows you to succeed and have a career in the NFL? Because last night was not a good night. First of all, I don't expect him to play the rest of this year. Then, then what you have to do is sit down, and you have to be honest with yourself and examine what you, what you, what you did well and what you did not do well. And that's one of the hardest things because everybody likes to convince themselves that they're, especially young guys, they think they've got it. And it's like, you know, well, what, do you, what am I going to learn? You've got a ton to learn. You know, I've known Tom for Brady for 30 years. And, you know, every day, you know, every, we have conversations. It's every day you have to learn. That's part of the position. That's why being healthy is so important. I, I, I'll, I'll go on a little bit about Zach Wilson. First preseason game this year, Bill, 
He's running towards the sidelines. Instead of running, at first preseason game, instead of running out of bounds, he's the starter. He plants his foot very similar to what we saw happen to Kyler Murray, cuts back in, and he's gone. He hurts his knee. So he loses all that practice time. He loses all that playing time. Um, I, I'm, I'm always reminded with young quarterbacks of my good friend Tom Moore, who's been a quarterback guru and a coach in this league for God knows how long. I remember talking to him when Peyton Manning first came into the league. He said, my goal with Peyton Manning was simple. I was not going to put him in a situation where he could mentally or physically get beat up. He got the ball out of his hands, uh, five-step drops, seven-step drops. What he did was he invested the learning process, hoping, like we all do, that Peyton was going to have the kind of career that he had. I think play calling is so vitally important. You saw the difference in the routes last night in the Jacksonville offense and the Jets offense. I don't know the Jets coordinator, but I will tell you with tell you that Zach Wilson was holding the ball way too long. Trevor Lawrence got the ball out of his hands very quickly. And so from a coordinator standpoint, you can help your quarterback tremendously. Um, and I think in Zach's case, he's just got to take a step back and say, okay, what do I need to do to get better? I like the kid coming out of BYU. I think he's got one of the most essential things you need in football, and that's an arm to be able to throw the ball. Now the rest of it has to come with reading the defenses. Are you going to put the time in, all that other stuff? But I don't see him as a lost cause. I don't you know, kick him to the side and, and just move on. I think that the Jets uh, made a decision on him. Now they have to surround him with teachers. Uh, and give him a chance to be able to operate, you know, more safely. Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on CBS Sports Radio. And, Joe, you you mentioned Trevor Lawrence. This young man has more touchdowns, total touchdowns, since week 13 than anybody in the National Football League. The Jags suddenly control their own destiny, beat Houston, and then beat beat the Titans where, where, where you're hanging out. No, no, excuse me, that's further east. Good at geography. Um, And they make they make the postseason – Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be a generational talent. What is your confidence level that, given what we've seen this season and his age, that he can still get to the level that those massive expectations that that were on him when he came out of college and was drafted number one overall a few years ago? Bill, I don't ever think you can reach the expectations that people have for you because you know you, you can't you don't have a crystal ball and see what's going down the road. I will say this: coaching, 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 coaching. The situation that. Uh, Trevor stepped into a year ago was horrific. It was terrible, horrible situation. He has a quarterback coach, and it's taken Doug a little while, and I, I listened to the game last night. Take, it's taken Doug a little while to learn how to be a head coach again, to be able to get back in the groove, to, to do all the things that are necessary to be a head coach because he was away from it for a little bit. Uh, and so I, I think what you're seeing is you're seeing a coach and a quarterback on the same page. You're seeing a quarterback who's – whose talent is being used in a very unique way. He's a big guy, runs pretty darn well, uh, learned a lesson when he fumbled against the Cowboys. You know, late in the game, he, he learned a lesson how to protect the ball himself. Uh, and that's the kind of process that, you know, Zach has to look at the, this, this past game and say, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? And in Trevor's case, I just can see him continuing to get better and better and better as the team grows confidence around him. But it, play calling makes a world of difference. Joe, speaking of quarterbacks, and I, I'm so interested in, in Brock Purdy, and I'm, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to, to your your view, uh, Mister Irrelevant, third string quarterback. I, I know that's a really good team and a really really good defense, 
But even with Purdy, small sample size, not a ton, ton of tape on him, the Niners look like an absolute contender. What is it about Brock or about Kyle Shanahan or about the circumstances that have a lot of quarterback nobody counted on to succeed where a lot of QBs that, that are counted on just, just can't? doesn't necessarily look a whole lot different than when Jimmy Garoppolo was running it, does it? It doesn't. I mean, the, the offense hasn't changed. You know, these aren't big, strong-arm guys. They get the ball out of their hands. I think Kyle Shanahan's one of the really great play callers. I, I mean, I'm not talking good. I'm talking great conceptual play callers. He was that way in Atlanta. He was that way in Washington. He was that, he's that way in San Francisco. And, you know, you, you, you can't say enough about the job that he and John Lynch have done together out in San Francisco. That's a solid football team that, that is basically going to contend again for another title. Um, now, you know, Brock is Brock's going to be the guy. I like the way they get the ball out of his hands. He's, he's a smart guy, knows what he wants to do with the football, and even more importantly than that, they don't put him in situations where it, it's going to be a problem. They know what their strength is. You know, this is, this is a rare football team. They're 52% pass, 48% run. You don't find that balance in football much, Bill. You don't see 50-50 much. Everybody's sort of 60-40, 65-35 throw to run. This is a football team that understands what you need to do. I, I played for George Allen for six years, and George's concept was real simple. Run the football, play great run defense, and you have a chance to win. And that's what they're Talking doing. To, I mean, yeah. that's exactly what they're doing with him. It's perfect. Do you think is Purdy? It's interesting, right? Like confidence in any endeavor, Joe, is such an important thing. If this continues and and and, and Purdy can play at a high level this season and they have some success, can that translate for a young quarterback enough that he can become a successful quarterback in the NFL? In part because he succeeded his first however many games he gets to play this year. I think he's building a great foundation and understanding what it takes to win. That's that's another thing. You know, Bill, what what does it take to win? It isn't it isn't just a question of how you play, but how do you fit into the concept of what the team does and the direction that the team goes? And can you win? So yeah, I think I think it can build tremendous confidence in him. We have this you've got two very similar quarterbacks in this game with San Francisco and Washington uh tomorrow. You have Taylor Heineke, who is, you know, nobody ever really says anything nice about him. I personally think he's a heck of a heck of a tough kid throws the ball well enough, gets the ball out of his hands, understands the system, knows what he needs to do. He just needs to protect the ball more. That, that's been his one thing in all the games that he started. He, needs, he puts the ball in places where other people can get their hands on it. He caught a break the other night. You know, Washington didn't because of lousy officiating. But, you know, he threw an inter- he threw a obvious interception in the end zone. The guy dropped. So, but but he, need, he needs to protect the ball more. But I, I, like, I, I like Brock Purdy. And, you know, can you actually say that a quarterback in the National Football League that's drafted is is anything but relevant? I mean, what the uh, the San Francisco's on their third, Washington has gone back and forth on two, uh, Atlanta's changing, Carolina's changing. I mean, heck, there are a lot more guys that are irrelevant in this league than, than Brock Purdy. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, last one for you. I find the AFC really fascinating. And you look at even just the top three in Buffalo, in the Bengals, and the Chiefs, and certainly those fans absolutely think that their teams are more than capable of winning it all. How do you size up the AFC just in terms of teams that you really believe can win the Super Bowl this year? 
my philosophy and concept has always been, and I was fortunate enough to be on a team uh, when we won the Super Bowl in 1982, Super Bowl 17. I believe uh, David Woodley was 0 for 17 in the second half. I'm, I'm, I don't think they completed a pass. Miami didn't complete a pass in the second half against us. You win with great defense. Buffalo's defense scares me. Kansas City's defense scares me. You know, these, these two teams would rather be in a shootout than they would be in a 13-10 ball game. Uh, Cincinnati, to me, almost looks like the team that has, is the scariest because I think they play better defense than the other two. And offensively, they have the weapons to match them. And it wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati's right back in the Super Bowl again. Uh, they're just, you know, they've, they've caught fire again going, you know, going down the road. Joe Burrow is, is not a blossoming star. He's a true star in this game. And, and I, I love his swagger, love the way he plays the game. He's got great weapons around him. But those three would be the way I look at it. I, I'm, you know, you look at the AFC and go, where's, where's the sleeper going to come from? It's not going to be Baltimore, I, I don't believe. Um, they just don't throw the ball well enough to be able to compete. And, you know, they've had, they've had problems with their defense. But those three, to me, would be the ones. And truthfully, right now, I, I thought Buffalo, like everybody else, they were going to be able to do it. Uh, if Josh Allen protects the ball, they will. But their defense has given up, given up a lot. And Kansas City is the same way. They rely on that offense to hold them together. And like I say, Cincinnati appears to be the more balanced. And in the NFC, it's the, it's the Eagles. And we'll learn a lot more about that over, over the next couple of days. Joe Theismann, my friend, um, happy holidays. Thank you so much. Stay warm, travel safe, and uh, really just over the course of the year, I've enjoyed all the time that we've been lucky enough to have you on the show. Thank you for, for all of it, and thank you for, for being on today. Well, Bill, thanks so much for having me. And like I say, Merry Christmas. Happy uh, New Year to everybody. Please stay safe and uh, pray for those that are really going to need our help. Amen. Thank you, Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann here on the show. Merry Christmas to him. Merry Christmas to you wherever you're listening. Very early Happy New Year. Hope you're into your holiday into your holiday magic. It is nice. this time. I love this time of year. And I'm sorry for everybody how cold. I mean, He's not wrong, Tom. Those are dangerous. I mean, I grew up with some of that, but it's dangerous weather. You just got you got to be careful. You know, you just and and I just feel bad for anybody. So many millions of people who are trying to travel to see family and, and see friends. It's not easy right now. I'm really glad we got lucky. We travel a lot of Christmases. We're just we happen to be here this Christmas. You know, it's a it's a reminder that this uh, this weather can cause tough times for people. You know, we always yeah. say like, oh, it's so cold. Out. How are we, how are we going to you know get by? There are serious ramifications. When the temperatures get this cold, people yesterday uh, during the show and after the show, and I think today were, were, were tweeting at me at Sportswriter and maybe at Utah. I don't know if you were on there too at Decel CBS. Just just screen grabs of their weather, like they're current. Miserably cold, man. Miserably cold. All right, um, we're gonna get into an eggnog mystery, and we're gonna do buy or sell, and they're both coming up, and it's pretty exciting. Next year on on CBS Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hope you're already into your vacation, into your time off. But either way, thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Uh, this season, by the way, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Uh, 855-2124-CBS is the phone number here on the show. Let me ask you a question. Eggnog, yes or no? Hard no for me. And when I say hard no, when I say hard no, never had it because the name grosses me out. It's great. I love it. I put nutmeg on it. I don't think I've had it in three years. It's one of those things. Like, did you ever have buddies in high school or college where, where, where like, you'd go out, you'd be like, oh, I got to hang out with, with, with Steve. I always forget to call. He's cool. You never hang out. And then you look back at a time in your life and you think, why did I hang out with that guy more? That guy was cool. I just didn't. That's eggnog. Why didn't I drink some eggnog at Christmas? Really, sir? I'll do it next year. Is it is so good, it, dude? I can't get past the name. I, I I can't lie to you. It grosses me out. Eggnog, yeah, no, I, like it doesn't sound appealing. It's in the all right. So at its core, eggnog is an emulsion of milk and or cream, sugar, and eggs. Like no, I mean, dude, like no. Dude, I mean, you're eating cookie batter. Yeah, but in that's liquid... like a cookie cake batter in a drink form. In liquid form, no thanks. That's not. Oh, no. I eat... dude, I'll make. I used to make cookies. Just eat the cookie dough. Oh, poppy seed cake and just eat all the dough. I can't get into it. I can't get into eggnog. But like, I've never had it with alcohol, which is seems silly. Now, if I were to have it, it would be with alcohol. I guess brandy, rum, cognac, cognac, cognac. <laughs> Give me that cognac. You all right? You coughing there? No, I'm not all right. You okay? You're choking on my stupidity. All right, let's let's. While Tom tries to cough up a lung, America, Christmas. Let's do buyers. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. You okay, dude? All right. I think I'm good. I think I, I saw you like this. just chug a bunch of water. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was laughing so hard that I uh, I coughed myself into a stupor. Happens. All right, Bill. Let's start off in the NFL here. According to, Ooh, the NFL. Yeah. According to Forbes.com, Commander's owner Daniel Snyder has received offers well north, get ready, $7 billion for his franchise that he's begun the process to sell. Now, $7 billion, you'll remember, was the target sale number for Mr. Snyder. Buy or sell that the Phoenix Suns just selling for $4 billion means the Washington Commanders 
should be worth even more than $7 billion. I mean, it's almost double, right? It just it seems the- like so much money. Yeah, I'll... I'll sell because I'm. I mean, it's sell. just. It probably should be, but yeah. Like, what? At what point? Like, oh, I was gonna sell, but I could only get seven billion. And I can't live on that. So I, you know, I mean, give me a break. Seven billion dollars. I can't even wrap can't my head around that. It's amazing. It's gonna commanders that much money. Bye. Come on. Let's go. Did you think he would get $7 billion for it when it came out that he was first getting ready to sell? Yeah, I mean, I thought, like, six. Yeah, that seems like a range that's that's reasonable. It's not even an organization that's well-run. Like, what are, what are you know, great organizations worth? It's the brand. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's like buying a house. You know, like, I live in L.A. where people buy houses on beaches and just tear them down. They tear down nice houses just to build their own. Right? It's, the, it's the, it's the area. It's the thing. It's not the actual. Like I'll, I'll make my own structure. I just want to own it. All right, let's get to some college football Analogy here. of the year. So, uh, am I allowed to use this stuff for um, the montage that I put together for 2023, or is this not? not yeah, fair? but like I feel like there's going to be material. Oh, there's going to be plenty early. of material. All right, some college football here. One of the best quarterbacks in the SEC this season is returning to school in 2023. Jaden Daniels will be back at LSU as he announced yesterday on social media. Remember, Daniels spent three seasons at Arizona State before transferring to Baton Rouge. Like many others, Daniels signed multiple NIL deals last season. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that NIL played a role in Jaden Daniels returning to school? Buy. It's Buy. a great question, and you've sparked a thought, uh, an insight that I wish I'd had before, that I think is worth just getting into a little bit here. NIL, as much as people hate it, is going to have, I think, the incredible side effect of salvaging and saving so many careers that would otherwise fail. Because one of the big problems for players who, who, who decide to go into the draft, more the NBA draft, but the NFL draft too, is they go too soon. And they haven't had the experience and the development physically and just in terms of experience to be able to succeed at the next level. And if you can make 500 grand or 2 million or 4 million or 7 million depend, or 100 grand, whatever it is, depending on your level, playing in college and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stay an extra year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get some more experience. I think it's going to actually create a lot fewer young men who go into the NBA and the NFL and who fail because they went too soon. Because the pressures and the temptations of money are less likely to, to bring them to a bad decision in that respect. Which, by the way, should be celebrated. Right? You can't really prove a negative, but I'm telling you, 15 years from now, we're going to have all kinds of careers in the NFL, and especially the NBA, that would not have materialized without NIL. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Last night, the Pelicans were without Zion Williamson as he went into the league's health and safety protocols. And New Orleans has also been without Brandon Ingram for over a month now because of a toe injury. However, Bill, New Orleans was still able to put up 126 points on the Spurs last night, getting 40 from C.J. McCollum as he knocked down 7 of 14 from downtown. Buy or sell, when the Pelicans are at full strength, they have the deepest roster in the Western Conference. Ooh, the old deepest roster question. It's a good one. I mean, other than the Warriors, that's a joke. I'm sorry, Warriors fans. That's a joke. You're not deep at all. You have one guy. Um... I'm going to buy it, man. Buy. Every one of those guys contributes. 
Buy or sell my, my criticisms of David Griffin not putting together a very good team if held up. Sell. You're correct. Would you like to just guess buy or sell? David Griffin returns my phone calls all the time. Sell. <laughs> I'll never tell on <laughs> the fact that I just did. Can they win the West? Yes. Let, let's let's split this into can they yes, win yes. the West regular season and come playoff time? Can they get to the yeah, NBA Finals? Yes. yes. They're that. Yeah, I good. think they can. I mean, there's there's sort of a mantra out there that you'll hear from from colleagues and friends that that you have the teams that don't have the experience can't do it, and I just think it's garbage because if you look at um, I think it's twelve of the last thirteen or eleven of the last twelve finals involve LeBron James or the Warriors or both. And if you go before that, a huge chunk involve either the Spurs or the Lakers. So it's, how do we know? The last 20 years have been dominated by four or five teams and really four or five guys, right? It's like Kobe, LeBron, Steph, Duncan have largely dicked. So I don't buy, so, but I, I don't buy that notion. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and Zion are good enough to be the best players on playoff teams around the league. They're each good enough to be, I think, the second best player on a championship team if you have the right number one. I think Zion could be the right number one. They're incredibly deep, and they play remarkable defense. It's, yeah, they, CJ McCollum can get you buckets. Brandon Ingram can get you buckets. Zion's a game changer. Yes, I think that, and I think the West, I would say no, frankly, in the East. I would say no. They, they can't get past both Boston and Milwaukee. Can't do it. I think the West is a lot more interesting because it's a lot more wide open, which is which gives them you know more room to roam in terms of hitting their ceiling. All right, let's stay in the NBA here. According to Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report, quote, rival executives in attendance at NBA's annual G League Winter Showcase are of the belief that the Atlanta Hawks star point guard Trey Young could be the next player on a rookie max extension to request a trade if the team does not make inroads come postseason time, end quote. Now, as we know, of course, Young and head coach Nate McMillan haven't seen eye-to-eye in recent weeks, which led to Young missing a game. Plus, earlier this week, Atlanta team president Travis Schlink transitioned into an advisory role. Advisory role. Landry Fields is now in charge. Buy or sell Trey Young getting traded sooner rather than later? I mean, if you're saying trade to Delon, I'll buy. I, I don't know. Buy! I don't know anything. I've been trying to figure it out, but... Speculation, like informed speculation. Look, I think Schlank made a lot of mistakes. I also think he did think he did a pretty good job in a lot of respects. The reason you move on from a guy like Schlank might be because once you internally make the decision you have to trade Trey Young, you can't have the guy that drafted him over Luca be there. You're just in that role. Like I think that's like a career killer or at least a job killer for for, for, for Travis Schlank. And, and so I think it's very likely Trey Young is on trading block. Chris Haynes certainly is well-sourced. Um, the odds out of Vegas are, are pretty robust that this could happen. And, I mean, I and I think we talked about it on the radio. I mean, there are some GMs that I visited with at the start of the year who did not think Trey Young could be the best player on a championship team, that he had to basically be paired somewhere else. And if you're Atlanta and you've come to the conclusion he's a knucklehead, and I think they have, I think probably what you need to do is get a huge return from a team like Boston or Dallas or Miami where he doesn't have to be the best player, but his addition makes them champions. All right, an Eastern Conference showdown tonight as the Nets host the Bucks. Milwaukee currently sits atop the East with the best record in the entire NBA, while the Nets have won seven straight and nine of their last ten. 
Buy or sell that while the Nets have a lower floor than the Bucks, they also have a higher ceiling. Sell. Sell. Wait, did you see the Nets? Uh, yes, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, you're talking about the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yep, you got it. Kyrie Irving's team. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Jacques Vaughn as head coach now. Don't believe in them. I just don't. And I know they're playing well and they're winning games and, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, I just don't. Is that good analysis? Should I break that out all the time on CBS Sports HQ? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, um... I know they're talented. I just I don't believe in them. I don't believe in Kyrie Irving teams. I'm I'm out. All right, let's finish up with some baseball here. According to the Athletic, the other 29 owners in Major League Baseball are none too pleased with Mets owner Steve Cohen, his spending spree in free agency this offseason. One unnamed official with another team said, "Quote: I think it's going to have consequences for him down the road. There's no collusion, but there is a reason nobody for years." ever went past 300 million in payroll you still have partners and there's a system end quote buy or sell the other 29 owners have a right to be upset with steve cohen i mean sell why don't you fix baseball like we talked about steve cohen is a symptom of the problem he's not the creator of the problem the greed and the insouciance and the lack of regard for competitive product from all of the owners for various reasons is the problem Allowing some teams to outspend and some teams like Pittsburgh to screw over its fan base and still rake in the money, that's the problem. God, I'm so tired of being pissed off at Major League Baseball, dude. Aren't you? Fix it for, for, for crying out loud. It just feel like it's a problem that's not going to get solved because I don't know if they view it as a problem. It's because it's not for them, right? You know what it is? We all work for companies, and most of us work for corporations. And some of them are pretty good stewards of things beyond their profit. And that's the main goal. But some companies, the companies I work for, you know, good benefits, you know, treat people well, whatever. Some companies aren't decent, good at the sort of side stuff, right? They don't care about the people that work there. They, And I'm not saying be, be naive and sacrifice profit. I, I understand the system that we're in. But you can do both. I was talking to my dad yesterday about this and the companies he worked for for a long time. He was in the meatpacking business and how culture matters. We've all worked for good companies. We've all worked for bad companies. Most of us that have moved around. Major League Baseball is a bad company. Like, they make money, sure. They're profitable, yes. People at the top of that food chain are doing great and driving nice cars and living in nice houses and whatever, of course. But I don't think they actually care about anything other than their own situation. And... You know, maybe if you work for, like, I work for CBS, right? I work for, for, for Viacom and Odyssey. Them caring isn't, you know, caring about your, your markets, but also caring about your employees. I think MLB, it's part of that responsibility is caring for the for the fans, right? Like, your your customers are, pay you, but they, you, it's also a public trust in these communities, and they don't give a damn, and that's the issue. They don't care if they destroy baseball in half the markets because they're making their money. Shame on Major League Baseball. You got me all fired up, T-Cell. Uh, that was exactly my intention. I'm glad it worked. You got me all mad. Let me ask you a question. When we talk about soccer, we go, soccer, right? Like, that's our thing now. Uh, yeah, are you going to start screaming, baseball? Well, not baseball, but what about, what is it like, long ball? Well, how, how we say, I forgot. Long, long ball. Long. I think every time you do baseball, you, you, you have to just be like, hey, it's time to talk some long ball. I still don't get this, what I did wrong there while you guys got on me for uh, my pronunciation of long This is ball. where... Look, ma'am, I I think empathy and sensitivity is a is a commendable trait. I find it to be a sign of humanity and excellence. 
and, and meaning. So when I say you're oversensitive, I mean that in, the, in a really kind way. But, bro, we weren't saying you did anything wrong. We were saying you did something hilariously accidentally right. I have to have my defenses up with you in Bogus. I never know when you're laughing with me or at me because usually it's at me. Always with you in a, in a way that feels at you. It's three-dimensional, man. It's, it's, you know, it's all of it together as a great big radio family. I think you're just trying to put some spin on it because it's the holiday season. You mean kind of like pitchers do in long ball? Long ball. It sounds good, doesn't it? I'll lean into it. Why not? All right. I love, I love, I love your, where your head's at on this. love your commitment to the cause. Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, Bill. Yeah, man. All right, so we're, you're, you're out. I feel like at the start of the segment, you were out on eggnog, and then you kind of were thinking maybe you're like, ooh, I can put some brandy in there. Get us some, get us some, you know? I can't get behind eggnog. It's too weird. I, it needs a different name. Is that Stuart Kovacs coming in the, in the studio? Uh, no, no Stu yet. He's, uh, you know, he's not doing for another 20 minutes, so he'll probably come in, you know, 15. He pr- he's producing Maggie and Perloff this week. Uh, that's correct. So that show is on at, um, at noon Pacific, so he'll be there around 11.58 p.m. Or a.m., excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe p.m. You never know. To be fair. You'd right. never Did you get know. anything for Christmas? Uh, no. No, because I know he didn't get me anything for Christmas. Is that is that the deal? Like, you only get gifts for people to get you stuff? Yeah, of course. Wait till you get my present in the mail. You're going to feel like a real jerk. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Gift basket time. Yeah, I get you anything. I'm just lying. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. We do Bum of the Week every Friday. But one time a year, we do Bum of the Year. I'm going to give you every winner. The multi-time winners. And Lori asked me this morning, Tom, who's going to win? I don't know yet. Do you have a sense of it? Uh, I do. I don't want to share because I don't want to put an idea in your head, but Mm. I do have a sense of it. Bum of the year. It's a big honor. It's a big deal. It is the ultimate crown of bumdom. And we're getting to it here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Chris Lepresti. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Last segment of the year, though I will be filling in for, for Jim Rome on Wednesday. Very excited about, but I'll be off next week and a couple days the, the following week. And Diesel, you're off all next week. Deserve it. I am off all of next week, and uh, we are back for 2023 altogether. Happy, uh, well-deserved time off, pal. All right. It's all led to this. Every Friday, we pick a bum of the week. You have to have been a bum of the week to have a chance to be the bum of the year. It is the absolute prize in sports bumdom, and it's going to happen right now. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. There are a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. 
who's the biggest bum this year? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Normally I have a leader in the clubhouse, but I don't. It's really difficult this year, man. We've got, um, you know, we've got two three-time winners. Diesel, you were bum of the week three times. I'm too nervous right now. I'm very You're high nervous. You can be bum of the year. I've never given a colleague bum of the year. Uh, James Harden was bum of the year three different times. He had a rough playoffs last year. Yeah. Rough playoffs. I feel like he's kind of turned around. We've had some... We did have some colleague on colleague crime, two people I really like. Uh, DA and Adam Klug were both bums of the week. I, I, by the way, you said I'm on here, but I'm not. I'm looking at the list. You, I'm not. I, that is it. Oh, did you find it? You are a one-time winner this year. One time. I am. I'm just not on this list you sent me. Okay. Good, because I would have been mad at myself. Um, here are the quick... Should we just, here, let's go through it real quick. Hub Arkish, remember that guy said he won't vote for Aaron Rodgers on the first battle of the Hall of Fame? Chris Ballard, Mike McCarthy, Grayson Allen, Ben Simmons, the Russian Olympic Committee. There's Diesel, one of three. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Will Smith, remember that? Ooh, Oscars. Mr. Bogish, uh, one or two time for Bogey? Uh, Bogish is a two time winner this year. Okay. Andrew Friedman's on here. Wow, Diesel, uh, Bogish won two out of three weeks. Uh, James Harden, James Harden, James Harden. Chris Paul, hey, my guy. A.O. Scott, the movie reviewer. Tommy Pham. Tony LaRusa, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant in July running with the Bulls when Ryan Hickey was in. Hickey now just automatically gets like an honorable mention for making that a bum of the... Mind your business, Hickey. Uh, Kirby Smart, Adam Kluger, there's DA, uh, Aaron Donald's PR person, D-Cell again, Kyrie Irving, Robert Sarver, Brett Favre, Draymond Green, Bryant Ferentz, and his dad separate times, Russell Wilson in between them, Elon Musk, Aaron Rodgers, Josh McDaniels, and Greg Berhalter. That's got to be a first, right? Father-son combo, two out of yeah. three weeks? Can I tell you something? I'm leaning toward Kevin Durant, to be honest with you. I'm really nervous. I'm starting to sweat right now. And you. No! You're on, you're on the I mean, three times? Who would you push if it wasn't you? Who would you make a case for? See, I don't even think it's, uh, it's my partner in the three-time winner, James Harden. I think I go Kyrie Irving. You know what? It's a really strong point. I don't like Kevin Durant. I'm going to force my way out, and I don't like you know recency bias. But Kyrie, you know what? Since Jay Cutler retired, there's been nobody for whom this award could be named. Kyrie Irving, you chemistry killing, self-absorbed, unreliable fake superstar who literally makes teams worse. Literally. By your mere presence, you're not just a bum of the week winner. You're the bum of the year, bro. That's your bum of the year. I detest you! On Lighter Than You. You dodged a bullet, Tom. I was real nervous. I thought all week leading up to it, I thought I was going to be the first colleague to win bum of the year. You got lucky. You had a good show. You had a good week. You know what you put? I was telling... These up throughout the year, and I'm, I every time I won one, I was getting more and more nervous. Like I had wasn't going to be giving you a choice; I had to win. If you had a fourth, you would have been bum of the year. Had you so come in close? There's several times where, where you know Brian Ferentz decided to attempt to, to offensive coordinate by seeing if they could not move the ball. You're right; that was his strategy. That was operating. Let's let's suck. See how that goes for motivation. That saved you. Uh, you did a great job on the montage, where I sound like a total idiot. So, and you put a lot of work into it. So, all right, you, you know what? We got a bum. We also got a weirdo. We played it earlier, so we're going to do it again. Uh, Tom DeCelestino, Pretty Daddy, Tommy Muscles, 
put this together. Unfortunately, these are all actual words that I that I did say this year. Here's all the Bill Ryder said in 2022. All right, let's get that encyclopedia out. Look, it's all ash. I don't know what to say. Let's just wait. Hey, I got a, I have a slight bone to pick with you. Not even a bump. Not a bump. Bone to pick is stupid. What is that? I want to get all the meat off the bone? I want to get the chicken off there? What does that even mean? I mean, I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory to believe in aliens. E-T. And I'm down with Bigfoot. <laughs> Frolicking, eating turkey. <laughs> I also heard as less of my voice, the better. Which, you know, hashtag marriage. You know, instead of the Thursday Night Football game, we would talk Panther versus a Falcon, who would win. We decided to take three Falcons to beat a Panther. It's kind of where we got. We did cows getting milked two days ago. Origin story. I almost said origination. You know, so Diesel wants to do an origin story on an expression, cooking with gas later. I didn't really want to do it. But he sent me a bunch of research, and he put in the work, so it's weird. We're going to do it. And I also can't say origin story very effectively. I'll host a radio show someday. I don't want to go to space. I don't want to live on Mars. Houston, we have a problem. Here's my question, and I'm serious. If you lined up a bunch of 15-year-old boys who, like, you know, are supposed to be sports fans, and you said you can either watch an entire baseball game of the World Series, or you can go over to the Iowa State Fair and milk this cow, I think they'd milk the cow just to, like, I don't want to spend... Baseball? I'm just saying. Play ball! The show is good enough with the alien talk. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of struggles, Jimmy G should not be with me. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. Everything's good with Jimmy. I'm all mad. How dare you take my words and use them? You better watch your attitude, reporter. I'm as mad as hell. I want you to just picture me putting my, my, my finger against, against Dre's lips. Shh. In the most condescending way possible. And then you can picture me getting my ass beat. <laughs> Probably. If aliens came and visited me, I would talk about it on the show. Even if they told me I couldn't. But what's the charge? Like, I'm, I'm the best man. I'll be the life of the party. I'll crush the speech. What, what can I charge that? I don't know what they sent up. In the, I think I drank all the wine, too. I didn't know. I, was, I mean, I, all I drank was beer. I drank Bud White. Bud White? Budweiser. I can't even talk. <sighs> I'm sweet, Willie. All right. Three ball Billy. I hate myself. That's a bummer to, to end up. That's all, folks. Made me laugh again. By the way, Tom DiBenedetto, who I think is sitting in the studio, maybe listening, Jim Rome's executive producer, has seen has seen a UFO, has seen an unidentified flying object, and I saw one this year on the beach. So you can make fun of me all you want for the alien talk. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I still think that Steve the Underwater Aqua King is the better theory, that, that these weird things are coming from under the water somewhere. It's a theory. Uh, yeah, I know it's, it's Until a Until proven otherwise, it's just a theory. Even the U.S. government doesn't know what this stuff is. Have you ever milked a cow? Uh, no. No, yeah. And and we, like, set the percentage at of, of what we think yeah, people, people in America. Yeah. I went with a very high number. You went with very, very low. Three or four percent, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if fresh milk tastes good. I wonder if it tastes weird. It's got to taste better, right? right? I don't know. That's Does my, it? That's my guess. All right. And on a weird note, Merry Christmas uh, to you, Tommy. Uh, Merry Christmas, pal. Same to you and your family. Have a great holiday. If you're bored, by the way, next Wednesday, I'll be filling on the Jim Rome Show. You know, turn on a little CBS Sports Radio, rock a little 
CBS Sports Network. You know I need to get my Bill Ryder fix. Think I'm hanging out with um, the old guy, Rit Eisenhower? Ike? <laughs> He's a good dude. I love Rit. I do too, man. He's a funny guy. He's a big soccer fan too. Just like me. Just like you, bud. Uh, great year. Uh, congratulations to Kyrie Irving, by the way, for being bum of the year. Very well deserved. Man, what if we did a bum of the century, a bum of the decade or something? It's Jay Cutler. I don't even, you know what? It's over. It's, it's Jay Cutler. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Stay warm. Stay safe wherever you are, especially with that Arctic weather that's out there across much of the country. Appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you after the new year back here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 